With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, we've got a, a handful of some uh, some stories here. Some Well, there's science-y stories, definitely. And they, there are animals. There are telescopes. telescopes. Micrometeoroids. Micrometeoroids. Strange science. Strange science. It's alive. It's like weird science, but strange. Listen, if you have pets, you know that they dream. Yes. This is the, the, I know that the animal itself can't then wake up and be like, oh my gosh, you should have seen, you should have seen the bone I was chewing on in my dream there. But you can see them twitch and smile and roll around. My dog, it comes as close to barking without barking as he possibly can while he's dead asleep. That's funny. Yeah, your wife uh, told me that it reminds her of you. What is that part? Which part reminds that I that I almost bark in my sleep? Yeah. The actual scientific literature on whether animals dream is pretty sparse. I mean, there have been thousands of studies on animals, thousands of studies on sleep, thousands of studies on animals sleeping. But it's not really sure. I guess scientists really can't replicate, find a way to replicate the dream of an animal, right? So we all have common dreams. There's pretty common things like you show up to school without your pants on or uh, or you your, your actually didn't out. graduate. You forgot you to graduate. go to like two classes for four semesters. Some of them are work specific. I know for our jobs, I constantly am being told that the and go and there's nothing for me to say. And I have no idea what I'm going to talk about for 10 minutes or whatever. Or the computer crashed and whatever yeah. script I had is gone or anything. The weirdest thing We didn't for show me, up to rehearsal or something. The weirdest thing for my – well, number one, we don't have rehearsals. So that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, the weirdest thing for me that I need to figure out in my brain chemistry is that I used to always have that dream. That um, getting ready to do the newscast and John and Ken and all of a sudden – the, the computer breaks and they're throwing it to me and I had just frozen. And then it happened. I And I had that dream regularly. Yeah, like that's very common. Then it happened one day and I just said, sorry, guys, got no news. Computer just froze or what have you. And I never had it again. I've never had it again after it actually happened. Well, Isn't that weird? There's a, there's a book uh, called When Animals Dream, The Hidden World of Animal Consciousness, and a scientist, Peña Guzman, um, argues that there is enough evidence on non-human animal sleep to claim that animals do, in fact, dream. And he said there's some philosophical, some moral questions that are worth exploring as a resulting of this, starting with why there's been a reluctance that says that animals could dream like we can. There's got to be some amount of consciousness that animals have that we don't... I, I don't even think we could necessarily 
quantify what sort of consciousness they have, but they've got it. They have to. You looked at their faces. One of the anecdotes in the literature is an example of chimpanzees trained in American Sign Language, potentially sleep-talking by signing while sleeping, making the words for coffee and good. I'm calling BS because I'm sure that we probably do a lot of things with our hands that could be sign language. But you're not sign. You don't sign. No. That's not your main form of communication. I can do this one. If you change. Yes, that works. If you uh, are bilingual, um, plenty of people that I knew in college, for example. See. uh, Were fluent in uh, one woman specifically, English, French, and Spanish. She was fluent in all three languages. Did you go out with her? No. She would dream in all three languages. Wow. That's cool. And that's pretty common, I suppose. If you are, if you're learning a language, you're speaking a language, and you will dream in that language. So sign language makes perfect sense that you would. I mean, if that's your form of expression, that that would be a common thing. I don't think that's BS. I, I think chimpanzees can dream in sign. Well, language. I didn't mean to upset you. I just think it's with my skepticism. Very close-minded of you. I I am apologetic. This jewel beetle story is also incredible. New study published in Animal Behavior suggests that jewel beetles, think of the most expensive paint job you've seen on a Lexus in the last three years. Super iridescent, blue and green, sort of changes colors as you drive by it, that sort of thing. That's exactly what the backside of a jewel beetle looks like. The reason it looks like that is because it is a defense mechanism. Hungry birds get freaked out when they see this color and they pass it on by. It's specifically that the color changes while they're looking at it. And something in their bird brain, literally says that's a dangerous thing you do not want to stick around so i i did i never thought about that um they baited shells with mealworms offered the buffet to day-old domestic chicks i mean they're just right out of the guts or right out of the eggs you've never thought about how jewel beetles protect themselves i just think they're very nice looking have you ever seen a jewel beetle where do they live probably uh i've seen them in bug shops um, Bug shops, huh? What are you, well, Silence of the Lambs guy? I don't, I don't keep them, and I don't put them in people's throats or anything like that. Jewel beetles. Let's see where they're native to. Hmm. hmm. You ever heard of infantile amnesia? No. Really? Is that what I have? No, I was oh. just. It's, a, it's one of the other stories that we want to do because. What do you do you think about I want you to think about this and we'll come back and I'll ask you again. What's your earliest memory? I Don't have say that. it. You have it? I have All it. All right. We'll talk about that. Infantile amnesia. What is your first memory? My first memory I don't know if it's my first memory, but it feels like it. The first memory that I still have, I guess. Um I'm in a stroller and we're at the park, Pioneer Park in Novato. Okay. And my mother is walking away from me. And I remember feeling terrified. Not again! Oh my God, you're right. Maybe that's why abandonment issues. Tell me more. Thanks, doctor. Tell me more about that. Where's my couch? Um, but I just remember being feeling, I remember feeling terrified and crying. And then she came back and was like, oh, thank God. 
but you're right. That's probably what it was. What was yours? I remember getting ready. I had to be for kindergarten. So what, five or four or five years mm -hmm. old, whatever it oh, is. Oh, you were old. And my, my I was old? Oh, older than me. I mean, I think I was like two or three with that memory. Oh, with the memory, yeah. yes. I I remember my mom was helping me put my shoes on, and she put it on the wrong foot and took it off and said, that's on the wrong foot, and then put it on the correct foot, which was actually the wrong foot, and then had to switch it back again. That's what I remember. I remember being just, And you were like, like girls like, are dumb. Cracking up laughing at that. Like, this is so silly. I count on you for helping me every day, and you can't even put my shoes on right. I kind of feel Ugh. like by kindergarten, you should be able to put your own shoes on. Well, again, I don't know if it was exactly kindergarten. I and mean, because I listen, remember having to make sure to know how to do buttons and things. Sorry. In I, kindergarten. I'm sorry that you went to a I didn't have Velcro facility. shoes like you did. Okay. I had actual shoes with shoelaces in them. So may have been part of the problem. Anyway, the reason I even bring it's that okay up. It's okay that you are a slow learner. <laughs> You've made great strides. There is a uh, professor who teaches Rutger, uh, child development at Rutgers University who opens her class by asking that sort of a thing. Oh, really? Um, the, there are differences in details. And memories do have a couple of things in common. They're all autobiographical. It's all always something that happened to you, right? Um, they didn't. They don't typically happen before the age of two or three. In fact, they said most people can't remember events from the first few years of their lives. So why that is sense. that? Our brains work when we're that yeah, age. Yeah, but you're still figuring it out. You're brand new. You don't know what's going on. You don't know where to find your memories. You're just a sponge. Away. You're just soaking everything in. Um, there are a lot of different kinds of memories besides those that are biographical, autobiographical. Some are, they say, semantic memories, memories of facts, like names for different varieties of apples. I did not put that in there. That's written in there. Uh, the capital of your home state, for example, we remember those things. There are procedural memories like how to perform an action, how to drive a car and things like that. What would you say your favorite type of apple is? Currently? Currently. I actually liked that Cosmic Crisp that I got into a couple weeks ago. I bought really? a box from, I think it was Costco. Those you were... didn't tell me about the Cosmic Crisp. No. I thought we had an understanding. Yeah, that when... was the day when, when you had the sugar bee or something like that. Right. And we that was, I had a Cosmic Crisp. I, I brought you a sugar bee. Mm -hmm. You didn't like it as much as the Cosmic Crisp. It was fine. I thought it was fine, too. Was fine. But I'm also partial to the Honey Crisp. I've realized that some of the apples that i purchased recently yeah are not we're either not an apple season or they're not allowing them to mature long enough on the tree oh they're just they're not as tasteful right I, these were honey crisp that i'm speaking of you're just chump chomping on fiber um without flavor the J the james webb space telescope got hit by a larger than expected micrometeor meteoroid at the end of may they said that this damaged one of the spacecraft's 18 primary mirror segments that means the mission team is going to have to correct for the distortion created by the strike but that they said it's still performing at a level that exceeds all mission requirements they haven't said exactly how big this is but a micrometeoroid is typically a small fragment of an asteroid and usually smaller than a grain of sand did you know that apple season runs from late august to early november with 32 varieties of modern and heirloom apples in California. The month of September is generally the best time of the year to pick apples. NASA says they expect these tiny particles to hit the space telescope all during its lifetime. 
and that's not a problem because the gold-coated mirrors can actually withstand the strikes by the tiny space debris over time. Uh, it could be a problem if it continues with the the larger micrometeoroids. You know what might be fun yeah. is instead of a news and brews, we go apple picking. Like to an actual apple farm where you pick them off the trees. Where is there one around here? This um, doesn't seem like the right kind of climate for an apple farm. I didn't know you were a meteorologist of not, when the best time I to just, grow apples I is. I just know where I've been to apple farms and they're not where it's going to be 112 degrees. Where's Oak Glen? Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never heard of Oak Glen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.